Bad snap. Bobble oh, scoops oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, MSU. From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. Green and White Report, back in action, coming to you, not from the Impact 89 FM studios in the basement of Bogan Hall, because we are locked in our room still. Uh, quarantine edition, Green and White Report, Ryan Rabinowitz. Julian Mitchell is back with us. We said goodbye to Julian weeks ago, so we thought, but by popular demand, he is back in action. And Julian, I must say, you look almost as handsome over Zoom as you do in real life. Oh, oh, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've been lucky. My dad my dad has cut my hair since I was little, so I got my barber at home. He's taking care of me, so I look yeah. good. You look good, too. I can't, I can't lie. You look the same. Thank you. I am, uh, I'm doing this really cool thing where I'll just, like, spontaneously lose, like, 10 pounds and then gain 8 pounds of it back, and I'm just kind of going back and forth throughout quarantine. So I think I'm on the skinnier side today. I'm looking skinny. You are- you look great. You look like you've been working out. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we can go with that. That sounds good to me. Uh, uh, Ryan Collins also joining us on the Green and White Report today, our beloved producer. Uh, Collins, it's good to see you as well. Even though we've been doing Motown Rundown ever since quarantine started, but good to see your face again. You look great too. I miss my pal Julian. I, I, I meant to tweet back at you, Julian, and I just forgot to about Tiger <laughs> during the match, and I felt bad about it, but I miss my pal Julian. Dude, I miss you. That's literally all I could think about watching the match. I'm like, Collins is in love with what Tiger is doing right now. Every fairway, striping it down the middle. Oh, my God. He, he, first of all, other than his shorts, his shorts were really bad. I don't know what <laughs> was bad. going on. They were horrible. They were good shorts. I don't know what was going on. They were a little bit too long or something. Like, Phil showed him up in the shorts game. But other than that, he, he, he was so tired where he's just like, oh, that guy's yep. in incredible shape. Like, I just want to hand it, like, wow, his beard looking good. Looked great. The match, we will talk about that today. Little disclaimer, let's back up a bit. We do apologize for the lack of communication regarding the Green and White Report. I feel like, Julian, you was your last episode, and then all of a sudden the studio got shut down, things were a mess, we just kind of fell off the face of the earth. We do appreciate Nathan Stearns and Luke Sloan giving you guys some content last week. Uh, we wanted to step in because we don't have anything else to do and we miss it. So we're here. We're sorry. We're going to try to get content out to you guys as much as we can. Uh, no idea when the studio is going to open back up. So uh, we're just kind of sitting around, but I'm glad we're here. We have a lot of sports stuff to talk about, even though sports aren't happening and we'll do it all today. But before we get into the sports stuff, Julian, I'll start with you. What on earth have you been doing doing during quarantine? Because I don't. How? What are the restrictions like where you're at too? Because I don't. Like Michigan, yeah, we've been yeah. locked down for a while. Yeah. So I came back. What like mid early March? Came back to St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri is where I'm from. So came back home. Been chilling ever since. And so we've been on lockdown, same as Michigan. But we started reopening last week on Monday. Everything started to kind of slowly open. So like. The mall's open, a couple of restaurants here and there, a couple of bars and things like that. But there are some like larger companies, department stores that they're like, yo, we don't want to be the first people 
So they're not open yet, but things are slowly working their way. Might get crazier though. I don't know if you guys saw like the Lake of the Ozarks video with all the people just partying up the Lake of the Ozarks. It has been said that somebody had COVID while they were there and went to like tons of bars. So who knows how many people are infected could make their way back down here to St. Louis. So that'll be interesting. But man, quarantine's been crazy. I literally have done like absolutely nothing. I wake up and do the same thing every day play video games. What's fortunate is there was a deal. So I have 2K20. I played 2K20 to my heart's content, nice. won a championship, defeated LeBron. So that was my highest yeah. achievement Drew, so far of quarantine. I got to tell you about my 2K experience. First of all, rookie of the year for the Indiana Pacers. Put the there team on my back. Put the team on my back. We won a championship and I'm not worth a Matt's contract. They want to bring the in same. Pa- Dude, I, I'm like, fine. I'll take my talents to Orlando. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And credit to Indiana's GM, whoever it is, they brought in AD and Pascal Siakam with Oladipo and Sabonis. I don't know how their cap space. That's a move. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But still, I mean, credit to that. still motivates me till this day. Dude, I had the same problem. I go, I won a championship for the Miami Heat. It's me and Jimmy Buckets. And I'm like, yo, give me a max. And I'm like, sorry, we're not giving you a max. All right, we'll forget you. I'm moving on. We're with Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. We'll see if we win a championship there. But other than playing 2K and playing video games, I, I've been playing a lot of golf, which has been great. I've been going out, playing some golf. Golf courses were open here, which is uh, different than Michigan. So I've been playing a lot of golf, working on the game, you know. It's been good. How's your game? You know, we're average, I would say. It's not bad. We're hitting the ball a little bit better. What did I shoot, like, last time out? Last time out, kind of like a 92. Not bad, you know. You're doing the things. You're hitting some greens in regulation. But uh, obviously, you you miss a couple chips. You fluff a couple chips, and there you go. How's the back feel? Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I don't know what it that. is. I, I'm pretty sure I'm like a baby version of Tiger. Like, I, I make one <laughs> swing, and I'm like, guys, I might be done. Tap me out. I hear you. The golf course has just kind of recently opened here. So, every summer, I'm like, it's my last summer playing golf because I just can't handle the stress. But I'm feeling good, man. The back's good. It's all stress. Dude, I'm, I <laughs> – my, I always say that my biggest asset and my biggest liability is my brain. So sometimes I'm just like, I can't handle, you know, sometimes she goes, sometimes she doesn't. But I'm glad are the, you the guy who goes for like everything. Like, you I have mean, a tough get, shot, yeah. you should probably punch out. Are you going for the hole? Well, Julian, do we all both, the time. Drive her we, off the deck. We both know this. Ryan is such a hardo that he probably. I'm not a hardo. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the guy who. How am wore, I a hardo? Who wore a mouth guard to I am football. Dude, I, I, I'm not going to risk no, it. No response to that. No, no, no response. IM football. He showed up to IM East with an with a arm and leg sleeve, ready to roll. I did, yes. I did. And our IM football team went 0-5, so clearly the mouth guard didn't help. <laughs> our what team was so bad. I, I will take the blame for the first couple games at quarterback. But uh, Collins, obviously, I've we've been talking – on a weekly basis for the Motown rundown, but fill the people in on what you've been doing. Uh, just basically relaxing. I started working at the golf course. I've been working at the previous couple summers to make a little money here since there's nothing really going on in the sports broadcasting world through the jobs. I bet Julian can attest to that more than I can. Yep. There's but, nothing. Uh, yeah. So I've been doing that and working out. I don't know. Trying to get my quarantine body. You're going to take the shirt off on the Zoom for us or not yet? Work in progress? 
it, it, it's a work in progress, but we're getting there. We're That's getting good. there. It's beach I'm, season. I got to be ready. I'm proud of you. Well, I will tell you, obviously, it is a very, uh, very crazy time in the world and crazy time for sports. And we do have a lot of sports to talk about today. Uh, but before we get going, Julian, I know you had some words to say, some things that are laying on your heart. So I will open up the floor to you before we get rolling into today's Green and White Report. Yeah, appreciate it. I just see yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say. Just something I felt like, I guess we should acknowledge in this time. And I couldn't, didn't want to just like talk sports and move on and not say anything about what's going on. So I'm sure as everyone knows, there's a lot going on in Minnesota right now uh, after the murder of George Floyd uh, to a police officer there. And really all I, I wanted to say was, you know, on this show and kind of what we've done for the last Sundays uh, till today is we talk a lot about sports. And today we're going to talk a lot, about, a lot about sports coming back and, and life getting quote unquote back to normal. And I feel like, you know, with that, a lot of people are going to want to forget what's currently taking place right now once sports comes back and shut themselves in, care more about the NBA playoffs than, you know, the racism and systematic oppression of Black people and other people of color in America. And, you know, I wish I could do that. And I know a lot of us, you know, wish we could and wish we could turn it off and, and forget it all. But, you know, I feel like I'd just be lying to myself and, and contributing to the problem that we currently have by doing that. So I just wanted to say, you know, to everyone listening, I encourage you to open your eyes that, you know, this, what's going on in Minnesota, what's happening across the country is the normal. This is something that, you know, for, I know a lot of people may not know this, some people do who watch the show, but I am a black fan and it's, you know, the, the fear and anxiety that I wake up with every single day. And that is, that's the normal for a lot of people in this country. And so I hope people start to realize that this is it, that there is a problem and, and to work for change and, you know, to to everyone to especially you know all my white people and non-people of color you know don't just sit in silence and just say you know i'm not a racist or i don't say this i don't do this or that but go out fight for change do something we all got to do something and kind of push forward the wheels of change there shouldn't be any more you know hashtags or posting on your social media like we got to do something to change things and I think especially get out and vote when that time comes get out and actually make a change and vote and show up at the polls and do things like that but but really that's kind of what I wanted to say is obviously as much I want sports back as much as anybody else um but there's a lot of problems we have to fix in our society and we can't just forget about that when uh, the ball started well said yeah, man well said well said I think that one of the cool things too is um obviously uh, you know like you look at the NBA you got you know LeBron James is such a big figurehead for the NBA and I'm sure the black community as well that's that's one of the coolest things about that platform of sports, you know, like people that are speaking up. And I think it's, you know, I saw Steven Jackson had some nice words to say as well um, yeah. regarding the incident that occurred in Minnesota. But um, that's I think it's one of the biggest things why I love sports is you, you see people of all different walks of life that have their experiences and backgrounds and they use sports as a platform to speak up. And, it, and people need to speak up, bottom line. And I think at the end of the day you know, with, with these incidents that have occurred and even the quarantine stuff in general, and people are just getting stir crazy. You kind of take a step back. As you said, we talk about sports and, you know, we always complain about, we want sports back just like everyone else, but you know, it's important to take a step back and, and, and recognize that there's more to life than sports. And at the bottom, the bottom line, is everyone should just love everyone. We're all humans, you know, bottom line. And now some people don't figure that out as beyond me, but, but, but Collins, go ahead. I see you got your hands up there. The one thing I just want to say is I just think people need to acknowledge that this is like a problem. And it, I think black people have been acknowledging this for years, but white people just kind of shrug it off and go, oh, it's just this one instance that was on video. There's like 
it's a problem. This continues to happen. And what happened to George Floyd, that might be one of the most disgusting videos I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. It like it, it's it's like it, it like rips your heart out to see that happen. Like it, it's a, he got murdered basically on camera, like straight up murdered on camera. Like it's insane to even like watch that. And for people who white people especially who don't understand the anger that comes from people of like color when they're like rioting, like you just you're never gonna understand that because guess what? You don't have to deal with that. Like I don't have to deal with that. So you just understand their pain and suffering right now and don't judge. I, that, that is like my one thing. I, I like people are like, why can't they peacefully protest? You saw what Kaepernick kind of did and he got shit on forever. Like, and, and no offense to Kaepernick. I think he did a lot well, but these things continue to happen. And now people are angry, which they should be. So my, my thing is this. I hope people understand where others are coming from because people like me, I don't understand that suffering and pain and systematic racism like Julian said. Yeah, I think that's good to, to go off your point and then, you know, Ryan's as well. Like with Kaepernick and others and obviously the writing that's going on now, I also, because it was something, you know, I saw throughout Twitter and, you know, even in some group chats, like I just want people to make sure when they're like seeing these things and seeing kind of how the story plays out um, in terms of like the narrative shifting and people are always, you know, the riots are shifting the focus. All that is shifting the focus. One thing, like you said, Ryan, Kaepernick protested peacefully. The people in Minneapolis began protesting peacefully. Did you hear what, into this. Did you hear what yeah. they're all outside of Minneapolis too? Like the people? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It's insane. And it, it's just the people, like, make sure you're aware of who's actually changing the narrative. Because a lot of people want to say the rioters are changing the narrative. But really, when you look at it, it's, it's a lot of the people who, you know, sit in their seats in Washington who change the narrative for the protesters out on the front lines and even for Kaepernick case. Kaepernick never said, oh yeah, I'm kneeling because of the flag or I'm kneeling in protest of the flag. It was the people who were angry who changed the narrative about what he was kneeling for. So I think it's just something to, to be careful of and watch out for as this, you know, the story plays out as kind of who changes the narrative and why the narrative is changing and why we won't, or not necessarily won't, but why change is, is so hard to come. Yep, well said by everyone. Um, let's do our sports stuff now. We got to back up again before we get. Yeah. There's a lot of exciting things that are going on now that have come out this week as far as the MLBs trying to come back, even though they're a mess. Uh, NBA, cool. NHL, we'll get into that. But probably one of the biggest sports topics for many weeks The Last Dance, Michael Jordan's documentary. Um, I watched every episode, I was hooked on it, I loved it. I don't know if today's the day to get into the LeBron versus MJ thing because that innately comes up anytime someone mentions the name Michael Jordan. Um, I loved it. Uh, Julian, I'm sure you were tuned in too. Uh, you're a Jordan guy. What are your thoughts on the whole documentary? Yeah, I was strapped in ready to go every Sunday. It's me and my dad sitting down there. He's reliving the glory days. He's like, oh, I know this guy. It was actually super funny. My uncle um, actually played high school basketball against Dennis Rodman so we're watching the old tape and my dad's like oh, that's your uncle I'm like are you you kidding me you can't this is black <laughs> and white video you're just po- picking out who that guy is it was actually him which was crazy so that was sweet but overall yeah it was really good and it's cool I think just to like see who Jordan is and you really you always knew he's like the ultimate competitor but watching this and seeing the stories he made up to just destroy people the, the beef he kind of has or whatever he has with Isaiah Thomas and all of that. It is just, 
it's opens your eyes to everything that went on in Jordan's mind, what went on with him as a player and with that team. I didn't realize all the drama that went down with all of them and all the players, Scottie Pippen and everything he went through, even though this doc made him out to be like the worst person of all time. Um, <laughs> it's just how interesting all of that was and how many storylines that we just didn't know about. But I wanted to ask, so how did you guys feel about uh, all the bad boy stuff and kind of the, the hate thrown at Isaiah Thomas and the bad boys at that oh, time? Dude, dude I, I, Julian, I was so <laughs> rattled. I was so rattled the entire episode because I just thought it was so unfair. And like they made the bad boys are what they are. Like that's, they cemented their place in history because of the way they played basketball. And you kind of see like similar flashes of that when the going to work Pistons came along as well, Ben and Chauncey and all those guys. But the Isaiah thing, like Michael, Michael Jordan absolutely was the reason why Isaiah Thomas was kept off that team. And I like, look, I get it. Michael Jordan is obviously probably the greatest basketball player of all time. I'll I have a little tidbit about that. But if he says jump, it's how high. I understand that with USA basketball. But I would just live it. Because then on Twitter, everyone's like, oh, the bad boys are disgusting. They make me sick. Like, they didn't even play yeah. basketball the right way. It's like, dude, that's just it, – it's – that's how the game was played. Back, like, it was rough. It was brutal. There's not like the little – you can't even – like dribble these days in the, today's NBA or else you get a foul called if you're re, like, it's just a mess. So I, I love the bad boys. Obviously I wasn't around to see them play because of when I was born, but just growing up as a Detroit sports fan, you are taught, like you embrace the bad boys. Like that's a, it's a, it's a pinnacle of Detroit sports, the bad boys. But it was kind of funny because when they talked about them walking off in 91, and I, my dad, obviously, around for that. And he just goes, I remember doing yard work, and I was like, wow, they are getting crushed. And then he went in to watch the end of it. And he's like, even at the time, we all thought it was a dumb idea. Like, people could glorify yeah. it, like, past, like, what it, like, wow, that's how they should have went out. Like, personally, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool that they went out just, like, being huge, like, villains. Like, they, like, they're not a round character. They're just straight villain. They're the big bad. But, like, during that time, it was just kind of dumb where they just showed – like, Isaiah was obviously showing up the Bulls and stuff. So, it, 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 I don't know. The whole, like, bad boy slander, I didn't think there was really that much. I think it gets overkilled a little bit, like, people acting like they're disrespected. They're probably arguably a top, like, 10 team of all time. Like, I don't think that's even, like, debatable. Like, that 89 team was just that good. But, like – Jordan has his right to hate them. They're rivals, and it's Jordan's point of view. And this is a question I was going to ask you guys. Did you guys think it was too much of a Jordan Puff piece? I thought it was cool because I didn't, I didn't grow up in that era, and I was fit to kind of relive some of the stuff. But the people who are a little bit older in the media were kind of like, oh, this is a Jordan Puff piece. You saw, you saw what Horace Grant said. You hear that Scottie Pippen's not happy. Did you guys think it was like overkill, like a Jordan infomercial? Yeah, I don't know. I mean – I liked it for all that it was. I think you just kind of got to change your perspective on what you're looking for. Like, I think a lot of people went in and like, oh, this is the doc on the Bulls. I, I kind of knew it was all about Jordan from the jump. And I think the thing is, like, I don't know how much – I think he wanted it to be a puff piece at some point. But I think for a lot of people, this is, this is like fuels, if you're a LeBron fan, kind of the hate you have or the, you know, makes you think what you think about Michael Jordan. Because for all purposes, this kind of made him look bad. Like, in the way that – it's kind of framed to dog out Scottie Pippen. It's framed to dog out Jerry Krause, who, you know, 
isn't here to defend <clears throat> defend himself. Like it just kind of dude. That was bad that Jordan went all this. That <laughs> that was, dude, the first two episodes, I was like, wait, is Jerry Trousson on like talk? And then I realized he was dead. And I was yeah, like, wow, they're do. really just. They ripped on him. And it's like a fellow short person. I was like, yo, come, come on. <laughs> like, every little joke they had, I'm just like, come on. Just ripped at your heart. God, just ripped at my heart. I'm like, I've heard that one before. I've, I've gotten that. I'm, uh, I'm reading the Jordan rules right now. Admittedly, a book that I started like four years ago and I've now just come back to to actually finish. <laughs> and it, you think the documentary doesn't make Jordan look all that great? This book, man, like he was not a good teammate. Like, I, and, and again, I think the one, the biggest takeaway for me about Michael Jordan is this dude was willing to do anything to win, which I respect. Yeah. And, and, and the only two people that I can really recall in basketball, especially maybe in all of sports, like it's Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant are the two people that have that mentality where it's like, I, Kobe was more so like I'm in the gym at 2.30 in the morning putting up 6,000 shots before anyone else wakes up. But they were both just had that killer instinct where it's like they can lock in and do whatever it takes. But Michael Jordan must have been – I mean, you see it in the doc. Like he punched – he one punched Steve Kerr, poor guy. But it's like how – he was just such a ruthless competitor that it was probably – almost impossible to play with him. And there's guys like Horace Grant's been very outspoken about Michael Jordan and like Scottie Pippen, obviously he was like, I don't like the way I was, I was portrayed in the doc, but it is someone who obviously didn't grow up seeing Michael Jordan. And it's all recency bias with me, as far as LeBron goes of me saying he's the greatest basketball player of all time, all things considered, nobody in maybe the history of sports was champion the way Michael Jordan was. As far as, like, his cultural impact, like this dude would go overseas, and it would be like the Beatles were in town. That's like that's, – you, you put him in the yeah. same category. They said at the – I think it was Wilbon at the beginning of the doc was like, it's Muhammad Ali, it's Babe Ruth, maybe Tiger Woods, and then, like, Michael Jordan. Like, that's the group. Like, LeBron's not in that conversation. Yeah, it, not, it's huge. Let's not argue LeBron, MJ, just we – I don't know. First of all, Julian, are you an MJ or not an MJ or LeBron? I know you like LeBron. Are you like yeah, one yeah. of those guys who loses it if someone's like he's not the greatest of all time? No, I don't. I don't lose it. Cause I and I think you know. Shout out Trent Valley. Like, shout out Trent. Shout out Trent. Trent's got a freaking like eight hundred page dissertation on our website with That's his true. thoughts on LeBron James. But like, I think LeBron obviously there's he has the argument. He's there. He has all the stats and everything. I I even said like I went on this this other these two guys podcast the other day. Like LeBron wins multiple in LA. At a certain point, you can't keep the guy down from being the greatest of all time. Like to come back three yeah. one, he'll win a championship with multiple franchises. And the thing is like, he he'll win them with so many different kinds of players he's playing with. That, like, I mean, obviously you didn't get to see Jordan. It's kind of like the the Tom Brady thing. Like, Tom Brady, he wins well with Tampa Bay. That kind of, he's already, like, the greatest, but that'll solidify where he's at. If it's he shows it's, like, it's not a system. Like, I'm talented. I'm great. I can make other people great, regardless of a coach or whatever team I play for. And I think that's what LeBron has shown. That, like, no matter what team, no matter who you give them, they got a chance to win it all. I think the one thing the documentary did, just in general, was just like nostalgia with the NBA in the 80s and 90s, 
just being so good. And just like it, it like with the NBC, like NBA on NBC with the music, you got Marv. Yes. Out. Like, I think that's what like made everyone like, wow, Jordan really is a go. I even fell into it because I was like, wow, this is pretty like cool. He's at 54 in Phoenix right now against Barkley, who's probably like the second best player in the league. Like, it, it's cool to see the guys who are chirping the younger players on TNT actually playing basketball. <laughs> like, it, it's actually nice to see that. I think the, the best thing about this documentary is just the timing of it all with obviously no sports were going on. The world needed this and it was awesome. It yes. was like, it, it was, it was fantastic television. I was excited every Sunday to watch. I'm glad I, it was, it was awesome. And it made me appreciate Michael Jordan. Like I, that's again, as a kid growing up, who didn't get to watch him play like live. Uh, it was awesome. So those bulls jerseys too. Oh, Dude, the jerseys, so the warm-ups uh, from that era, like oh, the, the my thing was the too. Utah Jazz. Oh, the Jazz jerseys. Back. You like the Jazz jerseys? I think people go back and forth. Love them. I love them. I love the purple them. ones. I love oh my goodness. By the way, the Pistons intro in 04 is better than the Bulls intro in the nineties, and it's not even close. I don't Correct. I agree, but that <laughs> dude, the that Alan Parsons project intro is hot. I was I the couple days after whatever the first episode they showed that in, um, I was like listening to that in the shower, just in my head announcing myself coming out to play <laughs> yeah. a game at like Chicago or whatever, United Center or whatever. Um but yeah, great television. Uh we can also talk. Another piece of television that was huge, the match to Phil, Tom Brady against Peyton and Tiger. I didn't, get, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. And, like, the first couple holes, I was like, oh, gosh, it's like the same thing as the match one. No one's talking. No one's saying anything. Peyton Manning is awesome. Like, all-time sports yes. personality. And it Phil. Is. Phil's great, too. What, Phil, Phil, Phil's the best part of the whole thing. Yeah, he, he I, yeah, but Phil and Bra- yeah. Bra- Brady being bad is what made it good. Wouldn't you guys agree? A hundred percent, a hundred. Brady shaking off like the first tee. I was locked in. I was like, oh, this is great, dude. First of all, Brady didn't carry a driver in his bag, and I was furious. I was like, well, dude, you're just you're hitting you're hitting a four iron here when we're doing alternate best shot, and it's like a four fifty par four. I'm like, yeah. Can't carry a driver in your bad, Tom. Thanks. What an idiot. They get to the longest drive, and you're like, okay, he's got to bring out the driver for this one. He does. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what is, What's the point? What's the point, it's, that dude? T- it's the TB12 program, dude. You can't overswing and risk damaging the back. <laughs> he's an old man. He split his pants, too. That was great. <laughs> that, like, was, that was wild. Bad luck for Under Armour with the pants splitting. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They got to get Curry out there to re-like vamp their name in the golf game because Spieth isn't doing it either for them. Yeah, <laughs> who is, that's the thing. So there, I know they, I don't know who, if this is like a legitimate thing that they're talking about doing another one of these with Tiger and Phil, who are the next sure. two guys? Who do you want to see? Ooh, that was, I know I saw Steph Curry was one. They're like Steph and Jordan. I was thinking, just give me something hilarious. Give me something competitive. Give me Jordan Isaiah Thomas. We got all this beef thrown out there. <laughs> I want him on the golf course. They wouldn't even do yeah. it though. No, they would. They yeah. No, they would. MJ would be MJ would be just like lining up and shanking balls off Isaiah Thomas's knees <laughs> on purpose. I think, I think you got to get Jordan though. After all the smack yeah. he talked in the last dance, even like Mikhail, 
And he's just like, yo, I'll, I'll beat you. Bet you on this hole. If they let him bet just millions of dollars on every hole. Jordan, Chuck, Jordan Chuck versus Jordan. Chuck versus Jordan. Yeah, well, Michael's good at golf. Chuck is trash. He fixed yo, his Chuck, swing. He almost bogeyed. He almost bogeyed 18. Yeah. He fixed his swing. No, the I saw this. I think Phil was talking about it. It was like, we can do something like this with Curry. But if you're going to do it with Curry, you have to find another celebrity who's like really good at golf. I know Iguodala's pretty good or J.R. Smith, but I don't yeah, know. Ray Allen would be good. J.R. Smith is good at golf. Yeah, he plays all the time. <laughs> all right. Shirtless? Yeah. And then I saw something like Larry David, who's someone who's not Larry David and Bill Murray, <laughs> which would be fun. That would be awesome. <laughs> be I don't, I don't want to see Bill Murray. I'm kind of over Bill Murray. Are you? Did you watch the the, the Taylor made one with? Yeah, the dude, Bill Murray, Murray stunk in that. I was like, get him off my freaking screen. I'm like, you're not that dude. funny, dude. Like, get Respect off. Respect the legends. I, what I he love Bill Murray, funny. but that but he was is, over the top in that Taylor made thing. It was just how he shows up with the camera angle tilted. I I don't know that that one got me. That was funny. I don't know, dude. Come on. Guy's nine years old. Funny. Get him off my screen. But yeah, I'm so gonna, this match, I will say, Phil, Phil was better. Like, I, it shows the one part of Tiger that just isn't good. Like, he's just not a guy who's going to talk a lot. He's not that. Yeah. At he's least from what it's he's not that funny. He just gets it done. He's a gamer. Um, on the topic of the match and Tom Brady, did we talk about Brady going to the Bucks? I don't know. Think, I don't know. Do it's we so care? weird. I don't think we talked about Gronk, though. <laughs> that was great, too, when Peyton, Peyton had the line of, like, you should have told Gronk to be your caddy because he just does whatever you tell him to. That's like – I mean – and then the, the thing I couldn't stand about the Gronk thing is, of course, they brought up how Gronk was about to get traded to the Lions, and he was like, I'm literally going to retire if you trade me over there, <laughs> and now he's back. I Do, do we actually – now that Brady's on the box, they have Gronk. Besides that, like, I love Bruce Arians. I think he's a great coach. Do we actually think the Bucs have a chance to do damage this year? Yes. Really? They have talent on their offense besides Brady and Gronk. Like, Mike yeah, Evans is nice. Yeah. Who's the one wide receiver out of Penn State who's good? Chris Godwin. Oh, God. Yeah, Godwin. Yeah. Is he from Penn State? I might be wrong, but I it sounds right. But they have weapons on offense. If they don't hand the ball off to Peyton Barber, they'll be good because that guy stinks. I hate Peyton Barber. <laughs> Yeah, they'll be good. They have weapons. I just – I don't know. I feel like there is a ton of hype of, like, oh, blocks for the Super Bowl, mark them down. Like, I think that's a little – it's a little much. I got to see what Brady looks like. I got to see what – how it works with his offense. Like, yeah, he has the pieces, but I, I don't know. I just got to see it first before I'm like, yeah, they win the Super Bowl. Do you do you want Brady to be successful in Tampa Bay? Like, do you care at all? Like, you're like, oh, yeah, let's just shove it to Bill and Brady can actually play. Because I'm in the camp of, like – I mean, look, Tom Brady is one of the, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. But, like, this whole – like, the ego, the the power struggle between Bill and Brady, to me, is just so annoying. I don't – like, I, I genuinely don't care what happens in Tampa Bay at times. You don't, you don't care who wins? I think it would be funny if, like, someone outright wins. I don't care who does, but it would be great <laughs> if something like – like the Bucks go one in fifteen, and Brady's is awful. <laughs> or like the Patriots go one in fifteen, and it's like, oh my, Jared Stidham is unplayable. Like that would yeah. be funny too. 
Yeah, I'm I'm more leaning for Tom Brady just sucking and the Bucks going into the trash can, <laughs> just because I hate Tom Brady with like all of my heart. Even when he's on the golf course and he's like, "Yeah, this is why I'm sucking because I was preparing for a Super Bowl." I'm like, "All right, get get out of here, dude. Go go one and fifteen. Like you suck. Get off get off my TV." He called everyone babe too. Baby, was that, was, yeah, baby? that was weird. Yeah, yeah oh, Brady. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kapka's on the phone. Like, what's up, baby? It's like you guys don't know each other. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> you don't know Brooks Kapka. I I would love Kepka in the mix in one of these because Kepka doesn't care. Yeah, but he hates yeah, he golf. Doesn't. Like he he plays because he's good. It's a means to an end for him. That's how he provides. Yeah, for his he's too hot of a guy too. He's one of those guys who say I don't have to do. Like he might he could be a model. Like he, he doesn't need he golf. Could. He doesn't need golf. No one fills out a golf polo like Brooks Kepka does. Yeah, oh, and it's goodness. probably the worst golf polo ever because Nike gives him like the worst equipment I've ever seen. Those stupid hats that he wears. Yeah, oh yeah, his, his hats are dumb. Those are, those are really bad. The stupid floral ones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he I guess. You don't you don't play by the same laws if you're hot like that. That is true. Like how, like guy. Julian, you might understand what that feels like. Collins and I don't really, like, we don't, we don't abide don't. by those laws. Just wait till July fourth when I got a six pack, and then I'm. A I was man. gonna say, I, I can't wait. For Collins, I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. As a former, as a former fat guy myself, still fat guy, and I know you also went through the trials and tribulations of being a fat kid. It's a big day when you see one of your own like make it. You know, it's like wow. Ryan Collins also <laughs> no, used to be huge. He's got it is, dude. I always root for the fellow fat kids. I do. I one day hope to relieve myself of that title as well in due time. You're not fat. You're just like beefy. I'm really big boned. Yeah, thick. <laughs> That's how my mom would make me feel better about being like eighty. Broad shoulders. Their was like, "Oh, you're just big bone. You got a big frame." But yeah, yeah well, big frame. Most fat people also have big frames. Not that we fat shame <laughs> on here. Broad that shoulders, husky. I'm trying to think of all the code yeah. words. Ooh, of fat. Husky's husky's <laughs> a good one. Husky's a good oh, one. Yeah. Was wearing adult small clothing before everyone else. That's that's how you know. Like when you all your friends are like, fat. yeah, I'm, I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing youth medium clothes. It's like, oh, well, I'm shopping at Abercrombie and Fitch because I don't fit into the Abercrombie clothes. I go right to the adult small section. That's how you know. Whatever, dude. Yeah. I respect your roots. Back on the is there like a, a greatest of all time for that like fat to to make it? Is Jonah Hill like the guy? Is Jonah Hill? Yeah, but he's fat like, again. He's fat again, I think. Is he? I haven't seen pictures of him recently. I don't know. That's you know what? We should save that for a rainy day. Former what is that mean though? Like former fat people who made it? Who lost maybe a bunch a of weight? Bit. Maybe a little thing. bit. A lot of like the NFL linemen though. they like they're huge when they play. Joe Thomas, like he's skinny now. Dude, somehow. I don't I don't watch the show, but I, I caught the episode with like because we were over at my at my grandma's house one for Memorial Day. And we caught the episode of the Titan Games or whatever with The Rock, where they just have people do ridiculous, strong stuff. Joe Thomas is on that show, and he absolutely destroys it. Just, like, dude is a machine on that I show. I love it's Joe ridiculous. Thomas. Trying to think of a former – I don't know. I like fat people, though. I wish I – like, it, it, fat people are awesome. Stop. No, it's not even a mean thing. Being as a former fat guy, it, it's not worth it. Like, if you're thinking about, like, getting in shape and eating healthy – it's really not worth it. The quality well, the of life is... longevity of your life, it could be. I guess, but like... The quality of life is better. Quality, you feel better. I'll say that. You feel better in the morning. But other than that, like your quality... Like, come on. Like, you're going out to bars and suddenly since you lost 20 pounds, you're picking up every girl in the bar. It's it's not like that. Just just letting, the, letting our listeners know. 
That's fair. That I, might I just be a personal that. thing. No, that's 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 fair enough. No, I'm I'm right there with you. Back on the topic of sports, I think we opened up a nice can of worms here as far as talking about Tom Brady being a quarterback. Here are three pillars of quarterback things that have popped into my head. Number one, do you like what is Jameis Winston doing? Like what? Who who plans this man's off season workouts? Dude, yeah, that's a tough one. Are you <laughs> seeing? First of all, I watched a video of him boxing yesterday. I would knock him out. No, you won't. I would. I, I, I was gonna be mad <laughs> at people saying they would. I would drop him like a bad habit. I would. <laughs> His trainer is not good at his job, though. He should figure it out. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like his buddy. It's like his buddy. Like, he's like, hey, want to go work out? I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll look up some YouTube stuff. Some, like, Kimbo Slice backyard workout. We should try him. Kimbo was a rough look. Oh, Kimbo Slice recipes. Do you remember he was in a Drake and Josh episode? The Christmas special? He was. Oh he was. Oh, yeah. He was. I'll never forget watching it. I'm like, is that Kimbo Slice? What? What a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, Trace and Josh, legendary, legendary. Great show. Great theme song. Yes. My other, my other quarterback thought, how does Cam Newton not have a football team to play? Yeah, for? I don't know what's going on. Okay, that's like Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has a, has a contract to play. Are the Patriots going to sign him, though? Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Why? What's know, wrong with Stidham? Why don't people like they drafted Stidham to play? Yeah, in like the fifth round. How about you just <laughs> oh. take a one-year flyer and on they, a former oh. MVP? Hot take. Ready for this? Brian Lewerke gets to start a quarterback for the Patriots this year. Want to hear first? Oh, I, it, so the Patriots are going on sixteen? <laughs> no, they're not going on. They might win a couple well, of games. How would Lewerke even? Lewerke's like the fifth quarterback. I just said what I said. Okay, fine. That's it. I don't, but I don't get how Cam Newton is not on a team. That is beyond me. Doesn't make a lot. It of sense. makes no sense. What was my last thought? Oh, you had it. Yeah, Julian put this in the doc. Dak Prescott, what is going on? I like. What do you? What does this guy want? He wants. I that, just, he wants four years, right? Instead of five. I, th- I, no, I well, thought it was more, the he money. He the highest though. deal. Yeah, he wants like the the highest deal ever paid to like more than that because I already offered him like the highest deal. I think he wanted like some something like forty million or four something like that, like every or the last year of his contract or something like that, something crazy. It's like Dak, you're not even that good. Like, why would we pay you that amount of money? No kidding. You're not that good. But at the same, I think the whole he wants four years because the CBA's up in five years. So he wants his next contract when, like, the TV money comes in to, like, kind of blow up like it did in the NBA a couple of years ago. That's what I've been hearing. But also, Jerry Jones has to be, like, leaking this. I don't know how – like, <laughs> like it, this can't be true. Like, he cannot be turning down, like, $40 million. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> I really don't believe that. Well, now all all these talks are coming out like Patrick Mahomes is about to get paid, which he, he should, and that organization should lock him up. They're going to give him, like, an ownership stake of the stadium. They should. He's the best football player I've ever seen. Like, I, like this is this is about to be stupid what they give him. And Dak Prescott somehow wants to be the most the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Good for him. <laughs> get his money. Get his yeah, money. Yeah, get that bag. I guess. The things it's, it's I would ridiculous. do with that kind of money. Whatever. It's whatever. Good for him. 
as we said. Um, okay, should we, we want to get into the meat of the episode as far as sports coming back. Should we do this now? Yeah. Okay, let's get it. Let's do it. Okay, so here's where we're at as we're recording on May 30th. The NBA recently came out. I think July 31st was the date they said they wanted to be back by. The NHL has released their plans of action. They don't really know when they're coming back. They said don't expect things before uh, the middle of July as well. The MLB is a mess, but let's go league by league. NBA, they have a couple proposed things. They want to go like World Cup style, uh, tournaments, whatever they want to do. Julian, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts as far as what they're trying to do? What would you like to see them do as far as coming back? Yeah, so I think what is kind of gaining a lot of traction, I've been seeing at least, is Adam Silver's plan to do like 20 to 22 teams, something around there. They play a handful of regular season games. And then there's a play-in tournament uh, for those, like, four or whatever teams that, like, were on the fringe. Like, Portland, San Antonio, New Orleans, I think Sacramento is one of them, too. Something like that. But they play a play-in tournament. So, I like that idea. I do. I, though, I get a little crazy, a little experimental. I do like the World Cup idea a lot. Same. I think that'd just be really interesting. It'd be fun. You might as well try it with the way this is going to – with the way this is turning out. You might as well do it. So, I'm with that. I do – a lot of people are like, go one through 16 and just have it be what it be. I'm a huge fan of letting those teams that are on the fringe in this. Like, I think if you give me Damian Lillard for a chance to make it to the playoffs, playing against, like, Zion or just somebody, Dude. like, I would love to see that. Jack that into my hands. You're, you're completely right, Julian. And I said, I, th- I said this on Motown, that, like – it's such a weird situation. Make the most out of it and make it kind of like different. Exactly. Like this year, like make this year a little bit different. And it sounds like once they get into the meat of the playoffs, it's going to be basically regular, except there's no home court advantage. I think the one thing in all these leagues is they just need to figure out a way, at least in the NHL and the NBA, to reward the really good teams in some fashion. Because I think that's like the one thing that's been like missed and lost so far in all the things I've seen is that like, Teams like the Lakers and Bucks, who have been dominant like this whole year in the NBA, are what advantage do they have? Like if they, if they're yeah. put at risk of getting like knocked out in their group stage of a World Cup, that would kind of suck. Like you'd be like, this is not really like in in realizing like if they played a regular playoff series, they would win like the first round for sure. But like they're losing in the world cup group stage. It would be cool for the fans, but if I'm a Bucks fan and I don't know if Giannis is re-signing, I'm probably going to break everything in my home. Like just, that's just the person I am. Exactly. And so that like, that's why I want to ask you, like say the Bucks or the Lakers or the Clippers, even they lose in like the group round and they don't make it on and then some other team wins the championship. Do, does this, like, do you consider whoever wins the championship the actual champion of this season? Or is Asterisk. it iffy? Like, Astrid, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, like, every, I, I think every, every league is going to, besides maybe the NFL, because the NFL might actually be able to pull off doing their full season. MLB, like, at least you're going to get your regular season. I think the NBA, I, I would say that regular season should be done. Like, you are where you are, but I think the one component that I like that they're kind of teasing is the NHL, I think, has it done brilliantly. The top yeah. four teams in each conference are going to go round robin. 
So you reseed them one through four based on how that goes. So at least when you throw them back into the actual playoff bracket, as if things were normal, you kind of earn your way of like, if you're the best team in the league and you beat the other three teams in the round robin, then you get to play essentially the worst team coming into the playoffs. I like that. And I wish the NBA would do that. Cause as far as I'm concerned, the East is wrapped up. Like all the, all the, the teams that are below oh, yeah. that eight marker, like the Bulls and the Hornets, like those, those are not playoff teams. They do not deserve to be in the playoffs. They don't need to play anymore. But as far as the West goes, you have like four or five teams that are within like a game of each other or less than that. So that's where I'd like to see some type of play-in ordeal. But I agree to this, with the sentiment that if you're going to throw the Lakers – into a group stage type deal and they somehow on a fluke don't advance. I, it's like, I don't need to watch like the wizards play in the, the championships based on happenstance. Well, I, the thing you said though, and the thing that Julian said earlier, it's going to be super fun. You're like, wow, we're going to see Zion, maybe Alonzo and like De'Aaron Fox rematch, like which oh, yeah. I think everyone on Twitter would love to see. Just like yeah. what if Lonzo <laughs> got cooked again by De'Aaron, it would be cool. But like, <laughs> I think I could be wrong that I just said that. I think the group stage in the World Cup formula and the play-in formula doesn't involve the top teams. I could be I like I haven't read I'm not a fat guy, I guess. I haven't read as good as I probably should, but I think the World Cup stage might just be in for like the teams from 16 to 24 and then the other teams just kind of wait. Am I wrong about that? Even it would be cool either way, but I think I I I, I don't know if the Lakers and the Bucks are even involved in something like that, which I think would be cool too. Yeah, I think you have to look. I think there's some, some of them have they all grouped into different groups, and you only have to win two games. I don't know. They just try and mix them all by different tiers of however good the teams are with their record by record. Uh, but it'd be interesting, and I think yeah, no matter what happens, like whoever wins the championship is going to have an asterisk. And then when you think about it, with you know, say the Wizards do win and move on, like. I get there's also to me a reason the Bucks are like oh, the Lakers or even the Clippers are the best team, one of the best teams in the league versus the Wizards who weren't going to make the playoffs that this was going to happen. Like, yeah, they could probably win a game or two, maybe, but I, I would still more likely lean to the Bucks still getting it and moving on, advancing out of the group stage. The best thing, the uh, well, I, I, I'll be back up. I think the most important thing in all of this is that for the NHL. MLB, NBA, and again, it seems like the NFL will be able to pull it off. All these leagues need to do whatever they can, barring any unforeseen circumstance with us not being able to get the coronavirus under control. 2021 needs to go as scheduled like normal. And I think what what really excites me about the way the NBA is trying to do this, because I know they're saying they want the, they want the league to wrap up like around October, uh, an NBA restart on Christmas Day would perfect. be like the ultimate. Ooh. The ultimate. They did it during the lockout, and it was perfect. That's all yeah, I need. It'd be great. Because you're right. The first like month and a half of the NBA, especially this year, I don't know why. This year, I was like, I can't watch the NBA like at all. It was just super boring to watch. But Christmas is like the NBA's day. Like Thanksgiving is football. Where I'm, anyone who watches sports knows that. But, like, it makes it even a bigger deal if it's opening night and you got, like, the – like, you have the really good games on Christmas Day. But, like, the first game of the year, I think that would be really cool. That would be sweet. Yeah, I'm all here for that. And I definitely – I agree. Like, whether all this playoff stuff goes to crap or not, 
the next season has to go has to go well, has to go on schedule, has to work. Because if it doesn't, I mean that it's just gonna for not just for fans, but even for players. The salary cap is gonna be so messed up. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be messed up. What's it? I'm sorry to cut you guys both off, but I just thought about this before we move on. Can you imagine like LeBron winning the NBA title in like Disneyland, and it's like Mickey and Minnie are the only two people in attendance, like as he's holding up the Larry O'Brien. I'd be hyped. If if Goofy comes down and does the post game interview, <laughs> I am locked in. Goofy movie, great movie. Yeah, the, the, I think the last domino to fall here before we move on, we do have Sparty Awards today, people. So I know everyone Let's that's e- eagerly hanging on for that. Um, the MLB, I like baseball should be starting in June, and I would just like people to figure out. I think the MLB of all the leagues is just so like ridiculous i'm not a big rob manford guy but i I totally like at first when all this stuff came out about like blake snell's like i'm not gonna pay or i'm not gonna play if i'm taking a pay cut max sure has been vocal about it too and i used to be big in the camp of like well i would play for free that's coming from a five foot nine 215 white guy that couldn't make it past high school athletics i would play for free and i keep saying if the mlb needs guys i'm available i probably couldn't hit over like 83 right now with my arm because I got a bad got a bad wing, but I'm in. They they need to figure it out. Like between the owners and the players, I don't know what the stipulations are as far as like what the date is they have to hit to get this thing moving. I don't fully understand what the issue is. I know a lot of it's just like revenue sharing, but I, I'm just like irritated. Like I need it's too nice outside not to be playing baseball. Yeah, I I completely like I I miss baseball so much. It's ridiculous. At this it's all point. St. Louis and, has. It it really is. Like, like I'm just gonna dude. be honest here. Like, besides the former, the, the defending Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues. Yeah, that's all I have. But uh, yeah, let's be real. I, I like Blues are great. As much as this is a baseball town, it's a hockey town. Part of it, but like summertime, this time around, not like I was just telling everybody, all my friends, like, yo, we could be at a baseball game, oh. and that that's just like the best oh. part of a summer. Oh. And I miss it. I need it back. But, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, they got to figure this out. And at some point, and, like, I get it. I get the players. Like, I would want my money for all that's going on right now. I've been sitting at home. Like, I want my money. But I'm more of the point, like, if they take the pay cut and if they're going to take it, the mo- that money should go somewhere to support people in the minor leagues who are all losing their jobs, who yeah. are being decimated by all this. Like, if this is just good, if the pay cut's just going to go – to owners who can fatten their pockets and just make a bigger stadium or whatever. Like to me, I, I hate that. I hate that. Like all these owners too are like, no, none of these owners are shy of having a net worth of like a billion dollars. I feel like Like what, like you, and that's their gripe is like, well, we make all of our money off ticket sales and we're not going to be getting people into the stadium. It's like, I get it. It's just like, it's not like it's going to happen next year. You know, like this is the year where you're going to have to suck it up and deal with it. So pay the players what they ha- what you need to get paid because we need baseball. Like it's in a certain sense, all these sports, it's like an arms race to get started because I hate to say it, Julian, if the NHL is the first sport to come back, you're going to be watching every NHL game. Like, like that's – we need I'm already something. soccer. I, I have never liked soccer that's tough. in that's my tough. entire life. I'm watching soccer. And I, I'll admittedly say I'm kind of into it. I got a team that's, like, out here trying to make a playoff push, trying to go for a spot, and I'm into it. <laughs> but hockey comes back. If they're the first sport to come – I'm already, like, 
I'm a bandwagon blues fan, quote unquote. I am from St. Louis, so I get the pass. But hockey comes back. I'm all in. Like I am yeah. checking standings. I'm re- I might even get like fantasy or something. Get me in there. <laughs> I thought about buying NHL the other day. I know nothing about playing NHL. Oh, you love it. But I wanted to do it. I like I whatever sport comes back, I'm buying it. I I want to ask you guys both this: If the MLB came back, just the MLB, I think right now them and the NHL are probably like the third favorite in America. If the MLB comes back, does it like actually do something for their game going forward? Like I. I don't see – people are acting like if they come back, it's like, wow, this is the PR and, like, the publicity that they need. Like, I just said baseball is so, po- like, poorly ran. Like, it doesn't matter what they do. They're not going to publicize their, like, great athletes. Yeah. I, that I don't know. I definitely think, like, I think things – if they didn't have all this drama they have right now and they had a plan and they were the first sport to come back, I think that would have been huge. Because then, as Ryan said, with, like, me getting the NHL, like, everyone then buys into that sport. And so they'd have so many eyes that probably didn't care that much about the MLB glued to them. But now with all this drama, with potentially now looking like they may or may not be the first sport to come back, all eyes are going to be elsewhere. It's like for a league that needs people to get eyes on and needs people to look at the athletes, look at the players they have, to have all this kind of turmoil and not be the first thing to come back, it's just going to hurt them. And I, you know, I put it in the dot, like they come back or all these sports come back around the same time in July. I don't know if MLB is going to be the league that people are going to watch. Like if we got the NBA playoffs going on or, and even the NHL playoffs going on, who's, who's going to, fortunately, who's going to care about baseball? Yeah, Julian, that's, that's the biggest point. And I, the MLB has a window of like maybe a month where they can capitalize on being the first sport to come back. And exactly. they already have bad PR because the only thing you're really hearing in the sports world right now is NFL's full tilt, NBA and NHL have plans to come back for the most part. MLB can't figure it out. So when the MLB does come back, it, whatever date that is, and baseball's a very regional sport at the MLB level. So for me, like, I know Detroit fans who maybe aren't as into baseball – it's different in St. Louis where the Cardinals are huge. Like the Tigers are big too. Don't get me wrong. But all these people that are like diehard Lions fans, Red Wings, Pistons, they're going to be turning on Tigers baseball just to see something. And I think for the first couple of days, first week, maybe the entirety of the month where it's only MLB, they're going to be getting all the love, all the attention. And this is where the MLB can capitalize on like, I don't know, maybe let's mic up players. Cause they're going to have yeah. to do something with no fans. Like, Mic a player up, interview players during games, do something to, to build your brand because the MLB stinks with its players horribly. Like it's the, it's the, what's the age old thing? Like you, no one would recognize Mike Trout walking down the street. Probably true. Like let's fix that. But as you said, Julian, the biggest point is the NHL is coming back with playoffs. The NBA is coming back with playoffs. The NFL is the NFL. It's the most popular sport slash league in the country. Major League Baseball is going through their is gonna mosey through their 82 game schedule, and no one's gonna care once the other sports come back because people are hungry for basketball, football, and hockey. And when they get it, baseball is going to suffer again. So figure it out and let's come back. That's my that's my two cents. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, like, my dream, they come back relatively soon. You say mid-late June, 
they do what you said. They mic up players. They got, I mean, something crazy, a players only broadcast, do something crazy. Like, like I, I think everybody would be into that. We'll see. Who knows? If again, I, I, you know what, as much crap as we give these owners and the leagues and the players, I'm so glad I'm not making these decisions. So whatever. hundred percent. Yeah. Let's bring it. Okay. We'll wrap the show up here today with the Sparty Awards. I know everyone in America has probably missed it dearly. Um, if this is your first time listening to the Green and White Report, our Sparty Awards, we have a topic of the week. Julian gives his five, my five, top, whatever it may be. Collins, feel free to chime in here, our beloved producer. Topic this week, things we can't wait to do when quarantine is over. Now, this list could probably expand amongst 50 different things, but we will give you our top five. Julian, I will kick it off to you first. What are your top five things you cannot wait to do when quarantine is over? There we go. So you want me to get my top five or do, do I want go one? We'll go one and one like we usually do. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. My, my first one, I'm a huge movie lover. I, I just want to go to the movies. I want to mm. sit in the theater, get a oh. popcorn and just watch a movie. I like at this point, oh. I would watch Hobbs and Shaw on the big screen. I'd pay all my money for it. Like, I don't, <laughs> whoa, I don't whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't like how Hobbs and Shaw was the first thing you just thrown out as your bad movie. Yeah, it's the fir- it, first thing that popped in my head. We, I, but Julian, we should have already seen Black Widow, and it makes me sad that I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it kills me. I haven't seen Black Widow. It's gonna kill me that like Christopher Nolan has a new freaking movie, and I probably won't see it until September. I I watched. Fun fact: I watched the new Tracy Ellis Ross movie with uh, Ice Cube in it. Ice oh, yeah. Cube's not it, barely in it. Don't let the no, things tease on. you. He's just like the assistant for like twenty minutes. The movie's basically about Dakota Johnson. So it's kind of a bait and switch. All right, movie though. Good music. That's my review. Okay, sorry. That's review. Nice. I like the review. Not worth 20 bucks though. Sorry. <laughs> uh, my, my first thing, and I don't know, I, I probably, this is probably a steal off of Julian because he said it earlier. I don't know when this will happen, but when quarantine is over, I need to be at a baseball park. I need to be sitting there with my $8 hot dog that's like the bun's wet because the guy's been carrying it around in the zipper pouch all day long. I'm going to ask for the ketchup and mustard. Someone's going to look at me like, why are you putting ketchup on the hot dog? I want my $6 soda. I want my $10 peanuts. Bring it. Dude. I'll die of heat stroke in, in Comerica Park. I will. I don't five, care. $5 ballpark hot dog at Comerica Park. I don't think anything beats that. So Elite. good. So Elite. good. Ooh. Yeah, I need it. I'm, I miss the sound of the beer man. Like, I really do. Oh, the peanuts. <laughs> peanuts. Peanuts. Oh, my goodness. There are a few things better than that. A few things better. I agree. Sure. That's a Last good one. Last call. Last call. <laughs> yes. Uh, my next one, really simple. It, it's a lot missing MSU, too, but just a night out with friends. Whatever oh. you're doing, just a nice night out, hanging out with the boys, hanging out with the squad. Just a good time. Just a good time. How nice would it be to go just like on a patio, like on a bar? And just like, dude, I'm going up north. It's all open up there, baby. Yeah, but it's not the same, though. I know, I know, I know. But even that, dude, even with like three or four guys, it's like at like a little patio, it's got a little fire going outside, maybe get some hot wings and have like a beer. Like I, I don't, I don't need yep. to get crazy. I just, I just want to relax. I just need one. Just need yes. one, just to feel something. That's yes. It. I'll piggyback that. I think my next one is when this is all over. 
I'm going to go to a bar by myself and have a beer with a stranger. All Just right, one of the locals. Right. I'm going to walk in to a gritty bar in downtown Lansing. I'm going to order one beer. I'm going to find like the what? quietest guy there, the biggest recluse in the bar. I'm going to no, shake his hand. This is a chat. This is like, you chat. never do this. You will I never would do, do it. This. I would. I'm trying to broaden my horizons. Again, I, I preach. Everybody You're a weirdo everybody. if you do this. Everybody love everybody. Well, then I can, uh, dude, it's just part of the, it's, it's like a rite of passage for me. That stranger is getting a beer because he doesn't want to talk to anyone, Ryan, and you're trying to waste or his time. He's, or he's longing for someone like myself to come along and give him the time of day. And who knows, maybe he's, he's got a terminal illness. He's about to pass okay, away. Jesus. He gives, all, he oh, gives all his inheritance to me. I become rich. Okay, Billy, you're basically goes. doing a Billy Currington song right now. Yeah, I am doing a Billy Currington song. I'm glad you picked that up. But yeah, Jeez, fear of the stranger. I got fifty bucks on it not happening. I'll I'll put all my money on it. Well, I need the money, so now I'm gonna go do it. It's gonna be. It's, um, it's just you played yourself. Strange, suckers. strange. My next one, summertime. I need I need a pool party, a summer party. I nice, need that in my one. life. I want to be poolside. One. I don't even yeah, really but like them. Can, but give me a Corona with a lime in it, poolside. You can do that right now in St. Louis, couldn't you, Julian? Uh, there are some pools that are opening pretty soon. They're going to have, like, a lot of restrictions. But kind of like with sitting on a patio, like, I got the restriction got to be away. I just got to yeah. be a mask on. Normal. The mask on. <laughs> that I don't want to get in the pool. Dangerous. I don't want to be anywhere <laughs> near a pool. Yeah, just straight wa- waterboard myself <laughs> at my local. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. That was a horrible idea. <laughs> horrible idea. Kids like, mom, what is he doing? Oh, he's drowning, son. <laughs> that man is drowning. Uh, my next one, you guys are probably going to hate on me for this, too. I want to go to a high school football game by myself. And just soak it in. The boys are Why fall. do you want to do these things see... by yourself? Because I, I just want to be Dude. in the company. Because, look, I've been like, look, I've been, what do you mean stop? Why can't I go to a high school football game by myself? I might wear my varsity jacket, too, from high school. How are you? You probably would. You're the definition of a guy who wears varsity jacket back to Novi High School on a Friday. That's insulting. I take offense to that. That makes me. I'm not a creep, dude. I. You're not. Well, you just said you want to go to a high school football game by yourself. It sounds like you're a creep. I want to see what the boys are up to. The boys of fall. East Lan- I live right by East Lansing High School up here. So when the boys come back in the fall, I'm gonna come out and check them out. How's the team so- looking this year? Then I can go talk to my stranger at the bar. The boys are looking good this year. I got a new quarterback. Oh God. East Lansing football is actually really good. They got That's two kids for me. Two kids that are going to state, I think. But uh, are you going to be one of the guys who sits in the bleachers by himself, or the guy who's standing in one end zone? Know what I mean? Standing, like hand, hand in, hands in pockets, standing in the end zone. Yes. Well, that's, behind that's the, the move. If you're going to do it, you got to do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Standing there, kids are looking like, is that guy a scout? Like, no, he, he played here like eight years ago. I don't know why he's here. <laughs> with a pack of cigarettes <laughs> in my back pocket even though i don't smoke cigarettes and i don't it's condone smoking a cigarette do what you want but don't smoke cigarettes unless you want to but i don't endorse it it's gross yeah That's don't mine. do that no this isn't a call to action or anything <laughs> yes it's not a call to action i would never tell you to smoke but don't go buy from ryan Rabinowitz. <laughs> no that's not what i said no free ad- also no free ads Quoted. also no free ads Oh my goodness! Uh, my next one, I think I want to do this when this is over. I'm trying to take a road trip. I want to get some traveling, just something to see another place, get out of Amen. here. At, at some on the list. Yeah. Where do you want to go? 
Where do you want to take I don't the even know. to? Dude, I, I don't know. I feel like it'd be, it'd be stupid and it's wild because I don't know if I even like this stuff. But at this point, I'll go to a, na- a national park. Like, at, Nice. Let's do something like that. Do a quick little trip up, a little road trip. I'm with it. Julian, I was going to ask you this. You brought this up earlier with the Ozarks. Is it is the Ozarks nice? It is. It's it's pretty nice. It's kind of – I like to – like, I tell people the Ozarks is a lot like – it's like a UP for us. Okay. Like, just like a lot of people just Michigan. go there for the summer. You want to get away. You want to be on the water. You just go up to the Ozarks. So it's not as interesting as the television show? Do you watch Ozarks? Dude, that's one of the first things I watched over quarantine is Ozarks. Oh, my – that show – so good so is good. it good it's so crazy. i have to watch it you you have to watch it like, is it about I, this ozarks place that you speak yeah of? yeah didn't even know it existed i have no idea what you're talking about i'm gonna google it yeah the lake of the ozarks big time but it probably is honestly it's one of the reasons i'm afraid to go up there is it just is dealing <laughs> <with> cocaine <laughs> like, i don't want a part of this like you're just on the lake you see jason bateman just slinging slinging drugs <laughs> That's what I saw somebody tweet when they had the video of all the people at the Ozarks. They're like, the birds are just making so much money right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, my next one, I hope I don't get crap for this one because you guys have already shot down every idea that I've had so far. Because you're lying. I'm, I'm not lying, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not lying. Do I look like I'm lying? I'm not lying. May, I, you, you might be. I want to go to a nice Italian restaurant with my mom. Is that okay? Is that a lie too? That I love my I mother. I think you should have said yeah. No, no, you should have said with your family. I think with the mom, my you mom. try to make. You, that's a hard on move. Well, my brother's a, dude. My brother's a big like on the phone at the restaurant guy. My dad. My dad's always like my dad. Do your, do your dads pull out the flashlight with the menu at all? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had to I, I don't know if my dad just, like, that age or if he's starting to lose it. But what do you mean? He's, he's like, got a flashlight on the menu? How dark is like, it in this Italian restaurant? His, doesn't matter, dude. He pulls yeah. his phone out, flashlight. And the menu is beyond – this is beyond me. Because I'm – like, I can't see things that are far away. He can't see things up close. So, like, the menu is, like, 30 feet away, extended arm with the flashlight in the middle of, like, Carabas, and it's like, Dad, you gotta, you, you need to rein it in a bit because people are starting to look. So, with my mom, especially, nice, nice restaurants like Olive Garden. I gotcha. Nice, I gotcha. A nice family Italian restaurant like Olive Garden. Like I, would Olive love, Garden. I, I would love to go to a Mexican restaurant, get some chips and salsa with like the oh Beyond. I know how great that sounds right now. Oh, wow. Damn. I'm so excited. That sounded so good. I, I need like, that in my life. That's a good one. Ryan, you took this one, but honestly, it goes for a lot of things. I, sports. Watching oh, sports. Yeah. Going oh, to a sporting event. God, like, I, I just – I cannot wait for that. But, and, I was going to say this. I don't – like, the last couple of weeks, I'm like – I haven't really – you miss it, but, like, it had – like, this is, like, our new normal right now, so you're not, like – not. it's not like the first couple of weeks when you're, like, oh, what, I, I, what is not – why is there nothing going on at 7 o'clock? Like, you're kind of, like, over that. But, like, when the match happened, I was like, God, I just – I forgot how great this is. Like, <laughs> you're just like, this is awesome. Indeed it is. It Was that your last one, Julian? That was. That was my last one. Okay, my last one to wrap up Sparry Awards this week. Things we can't wait to do when quarantine is over. 
I may take some heat for this. And this is a bit more optimistic because it's not all under my control. I'm thinking about maybe going on a date. How about that? Maybe ask Dude, a nice lady you, to go on a did, date. Did you go... get this list from BuzzFeed? No, I did. No, don't <laughs> do not compare my brain to BuzzFeed. That's disrespectful. I mean, it's kind of there. You're going by yourself to a bar, sitting down with a stranger. <laughs> look, going look, to a high school. Defense. It sounds like you're missing connection here. This is. This here's, is I am. Depressing. Here's my defense. I'm 22 years old now. I'm a college graduate. My timeline for settling down is short. Okay, Ted okay. Mosby. God. I don't have – I don't know who that is. Is that from the guy from Sweet Life, Zach and Cody? Mr. How I Met Your Mother. He's the guy who's seen new. It. <laughs> Never seen it. Don't care about the Ted show. Mosby, is that the guy from Sweet Life? I'm 22. It's getting time to settle down. You know, You're I'm going to take this time. No, it's not. I'm getting close. My window is closed. This is the peak. I'm not, I'm not going to look as good as I do at 22 when I'm 30. So are you worried about going bald? I don't think so. I, dude, I don't. And I think don't you're fine until you're thirty. Well, I'm just all I'm saying is I'm gonna use the rest of this quarantine to continue to build confidence. You know, a couple more sit-ups here and there. We'll dial in the eating, and when we come out of this, people are gonna be itching to get back into the social scene. You know, people. There's gonna be some breakups that have happened. Some new new free agents on the market. I might ask a nice lady out on a date. Who knows? I'll, I'll say this. I'm like crazy. I'm going crazy. I'll say the welcome week at Michigan State. Unfortunately, you guys won't be back there with I'll be me. Back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah, I, we're we're we're, 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 we're I'll be we're, back. We're lay a, lay a sheet out. Lay a sheet out over your couch. I'll be back. No, but I don't know how full tilt the bars will be by then. I'm assuming restaurants will be open in some capacity and bars will, but it's going to be insane. Like, because people are just going to be itching to go out. Like, it's going to be out of control. Like, people are going to be like, oh, people are going to be afraid to go out. It's not going to matter the first week when you're not going to school and you're up in East Lansing, especially if kids are still coming to East Lansing in the fall. It's, it's going to be – they might send everybody home after Welcome Week. Like, They're going to be like, wow, it's gonna be yeah, bad. we had an outbreak. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our Sparty Awards, things we can't wait to do when quarantine is over. Is that it for us today? That's all we got? God, I, think that, I think that's it. This was this great. great. Do we this have to do great. it again? Or we, we might have to do it again. We have we clearance have from the uh, the high. It's, up, it's above my pay grade now. Ryan Collins is the uh, is the is the man and with the connections to the the big wigs over at Impact. Is this allowed? Hey, Collins, we, what is your title again, now? Collins? Podcast you got a big producer. Title. Oh, no, it's wow. funny. Yeah, I'm the podcast producer, but like, just Impact Sports is a lot. Is kind of. I think it's getting closer to like the impact as a whole of working with like people, the higher ups. But when we, especially me and Julian, when I, at least when I first started, it was kind of just like the ugly stepsister and they kind of oh, just yeah. did their own thing. And there's so many procedures that I'm learning about. I'm like, yeah, we didn't do any of this over at sports. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> with like posting and all this stuff, it makes me laugh. It's good. It's, well, yeah. yeah, we usually just post stuff up. You tell you wrote something. Oh, sweet, just put it up there. Yeah, cool. Here yeah. it is. Um, great show, guys. I'll tell you what. It's good to hear both of your voices. It's good to see you guys via Zoom. I long for a day when Julian and I can come back to East Lansing uh, for homecoming or what have you, and Hopefully. see you guys and be in person again. And we can hug, shake hands. Maybe we'll get crazy with it. Maybe I'll give you a kiss on the cheek, Collins. Maybe. I would love that. I would love that. We'll get crazy. Just don't wear lipstick.
It I has to happen. I'm, I'm telling you, I, we got to be up there. Miami. Homecoming. Collins in a six-pack. Michigan State play in Miami. Time I think that's what homecoming is this year. Miami. I think it is, yeah. I think it's Miami. So let's pray for an antiviral, which is not going to happen. But I, I'm still cautious. I'm still, like, optimistic for, like, a dumb person. Like, I'm like, you know what, guys? Yeah, we figure – if we figure this out in the next two weeks, everything's back to normal, which is just no. not the case. <laughs> it's just not. Last the- thing, Collins, I want to I want to ask you about about Mel Tucker. What what are we thinking? Oh my His God, social dude. media game oh is fantastic. How love we love this guy, dude. They're gonna win the I, national championship this year. I love this guy. We <laughs> talked about this on SRZ a little bit. Have you seen his header, Julian? <laughs> yeah. With the two dogs, and it's just him looking out into the distance. It's like, so it's good. The, it's so ridiculous and so college football, but I, I look at it, I'm like, wow, they might win 11 games next year. That's how dumb, like, everyone's brain works, but he's yeah. so good at social media, and just in, he just, like, understands, like, what century we are in. Like, it's not like Mark D'Antonio, who's like, yeah, let's, let's just – Let's run the ball three downs. I, I I haven't even seen this guy coach one game, and I'm, like, already thinking that, like, wow, does Michigan State have the ceiling to compete with Georgia? Like, wow. I want to build him a statue. Like, I'm at the point where yeah. I'm like, yo, let's, let's start thing. get the plans done on this. Dude, the thing about Same it thing. is Michigan State fans have been giving crap to, like, Jim Harbaugh for all these years. He's like, there's so much <laughs> hype around him, and he hasn't really won anything. I can't wait till Tucker's kind of like that, where they haven't really won anything. But I'm still like, just give him another year. Just give him another year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can give this guy a lifetime contract. There's no one better. No one better yeah, than me. Like, I'll, I'll always be like, you know what? They went 7-5 and five last year. Look at the recruiting class we got. <laughs> like, that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to become one of those guys. Uh, well, hopefully we get sports back. Hopefully we get uh, – college football back especially um but i guess that's it for us today thank you for listening folks we long for a day where we return to the green and white report being live and not over zoom uh for julian mitchell for ryan collins i'm ryan rabinowitz hopefully we see you next week stay safe wash your hands we love you guys we'll see you next time you have been listening to the green and white report on wdbm for all your sports news and notes go to impact89fm.org sports